The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Babakama has been generously sponsored in our Dafyumi program by our good friend and patron and charter member of our Dafyumi class, Siyahu Ashar HaKohen and his dear wife, Rina, that Dazat Hashem, they will have continued Hatzlacha, Harvacha, Bechol, Maaseh, Yedehem, Biriut, Health, Happiness, Prosperity, and much Nachat from their children. May they enjoy many years of Shalom, Bayit, uh, Tranquility, and Peace of Mind. Amen, Amen. Today's is being studied in so what happened? The shore is rubbing against the wall. As a result, the wall fell on a person, and it killed him. Which means the shore did not have kavanah to kill the guy. He just wanted to scratch his back on the wall. Happened to be the wall fell and killed the guy. Next case in the Mishnah. Intended to kill a behemah, ended up killing a person. Or the Kenani, which is a goy, veharag ben Yisrael, and he ended up killing a Jew. Lanefalim veharag ben Kayama. He intended to kill a nefer. Nefer is a child that is not going to live, and ended up killing a ben Kayama. So in all these cases over here, the Mishnah's din is patur. Normally we say, Shor Adam is Hayaf Sekila. Whether it's a Tam, whether it's a Mu'ad. However, in this case over here, the common denominator is, it was not Mitkaven. So since it was not Mitkaven, so the Deen Mishnah is, it's not going to be Hayab Sekila on such a, such a killing. The Gibran is going to explain. Amar Shemuel, Patur Memita. When it says Patur in the Mishnah, meaning you don't kill the animal. Oh, so Shemuel Shita is against what we learned in the previous Gemara in the name of Rabbah. Rabbah taught us a rule that kofir and the death of the animal are interdependent on each other. That only when the animal gets sekila is there a kofir payment. Here Shemuel is arguing. Shemuel says that what? Patur memita the hayav kofir. That means you can split them. Rav Amar, patur mizeh u mizeh. Good, that's the shita that we're familiar with, Rav shita, that kofir and mita of the animal are linked and dependent on each other. It comes again, Maran says, what are you talking about? Forget about kofir, bichlal, we have a rule. You only pay kofir when the animal is a mu'ad. When the animal already has a, has a, uh, um, a history. The Gemara asked, What are you talking? This case over here is a tam. The animal rubbed against the wall once and killed. He did it the first time. That she says, 
אפילו למאן דדריש עם כופר, even according to שיטה that דורש עם כופר תמבים מרבה אפילו שלא בכוונה. However, אני מילי למועד שלא בכוונה. והייתם הוא בחיכוך זה. In this rubbing against the wall, he's still a tam. So what's the uh, case? Kabbalah says, Kedamarav. Skolzagrav says, Bemuad lipol al bene adam beborot, Achename bemuad lethachech al bene adam beketalim. Just like Rav said in another case that we're going to learn later on, that there's a shore that falls into a board and lands on a person, and he kills him. So there's a certain type of shore that's muad for such a thing. Where that's his custom that he falls into Borot and he kills people. So look at Ashi. Look at Ashi. Ashi says, So similarly over here, we're talking about a shore that his custom is to rub against the walls and the wall breaks and the wall kills. He's doing it. That's his, uh, he's more hard for that. So Gibra says, Which means if that's the case, so then the Chaurah, it's B'Kavana. The guy's going and knocking down walls, this animal, in order to kill people. So he's a Mu'ad with Kavana. What do you tell me you don't kill the animal for? So Gavara says, Bishlamahatam. In the case of the boar, when you said he's a Mu'ad to fall into a boar and kill people, the reason why you don't kill the boar over there, you kill the shore over there, because I could say he's doing it Shalom B'Kavana. Why? Because he sees green, like vegetables over there, so he always gets drawn after the vegetable, then he ends up falling into the board and killing a person. Oh, so there I can explain it's Shilope Kavana, so you're not going to put the animal. But over here, when the animal is going to the wall, and <coughs> they scratch it against the wall, and he always does it, he knocks the wall down. But over here, it's Mitkaven. It's Mitkaven, you should kill him. So comes Gavana and says, the case is talking about when the animal scratching against the wall because his back itches. So therefore, he's not doing it coming out to kill anybody, and he's muad for that. Always when his back uh, itches, he goes and sc- scratches against the wall. Gevara says, "Uminayet inan." How do you know what the animal's kavana is? By the way, how do you know that his kavana is lehanot and it's not laharog? So Gevara says, "The batar de nafal kam b'tachek be." That even after the wall falls, he's still scratching against the, uh, the stones over there. So if you see, that's his kavana. Ve'akate, the Gemara says, tzirorot ninu, which means, the law of kofir was only said by shor shenagah, by an ox that gores. However, there's other types of ways of damaging. One way, namely, it's tzirorot. We learned tzirorot earlier. That's when the animal's walking, and he kicks a rock, and the rock goes jutting, and the rock goes and kills somebody. Here, it's Sirorot the Chaura. He bangs against the wall, and now a rock from the wall goes and kills a, a person. So that's already not even Shayach for Kofir. It's not even Shayach in the open subject. Because it's Sirorot, it's not considered Negiha. Amar Mori Bered Ravkana, the Ka'azil. Mine, mine. Rashi. The Ka'azil Kotel, mine, mine. Al yedeh dehifato. Which means, after the wall came down, he's scratching, but as he's scratching, he's moving the stone. And it's coming directly as a result of him. It's not the pshat 
that he knocked the wall down and the stone went jutting like Sirorot. He's moving it as he's going. Therefore, it's considered like Migufo. And therefore, it's going to be Hayav Kofir, according to the Shita that says, Yepei Kofir, Tanya Kevate Dishmuel, Utiyufta Derav. We're going to bring a Ra'ayah to Shemuel that says Kofir is not dependent on the mitah of the animal. And as a result of bringing a proof to Shemuel, we're going to bring a question against Rav. What does it say in the Braita? Yesh chayav b'mitah u'bekofir. There's some scenarios that the animal dies and you pay kofir. Yesh chayav b'kofir u'batur b'mitah. There's a case of kofir where the animal doesn't die. Yes, chayuv mitah patur mekofer. There's a case of mitah without kofer. Yes, patur mizeh u mizeh. Basically, every option is a possibility in the kofer and the mitah. Sometimes you have kofer and mitah. Sometimes you have nothing. Sometimes you have one of the other, either kofer or mitah. How the Mishnah is going to explain it? Ha'ketzad. The easy case. Muad bekavana. You have a shore that's mu'ad and at kavana to kill. Hayav mitah ubekofir. Good. That everybody agrees with. Hayav mitah because it killed. Even if it killed once, it's hayav mitah. That doesn't matter. Certainly it killed the kavana. Finished. And the fact that it was a mu'ad, it has to pay. The owner has to pay kofir. Mu'ad shelo bekavana. Oh, so he's a mu'ad, but shelo bekavana hayav bekofir upatun memitah. Right there. There's the proof of Shemuel. He's Mu'ad, so therefore he has to pay Kofir. But he's Patun Mimita because it was Shiloh Bekavana. So what do you see? You see over here that Mita and Kofir are not dependent on each other. Tam Bekavana Hayab Mimita Upatun Mekofir. Okay, let's discuss that case. The first time the animal kills, he's a tam. He did a tam bekavana. The animal dies, but there's no kofir. Because the kofir is only when the animal is a muad. So tam bekavana, hayav bemita, upatur mekofir. Tam shelo bekavana, that's the best of both worlds. Tam shelo bekavana, there's no kofir, and there's no mita, patur mize umize. Good. So this braita is clearly a proof for Shemuel and a Tiyufta against Ram. Now, the writer continues, which means, Nizakim literally means damages, Nizakim, which means it was Mazik Ashor Shelo Bekavana. It didn't kill it. It was Mazik Shelo Bekavana. Ashor, Ashor Shelagat Ashor, Shelo Bekavana. Rabbi Yehuda Mechayev, Rabbi Yehuda says, Hayav, the Rabbi Shimon Poter. Now what are we discussing over there? Which means, do you have to pay? Do you have to pay for the damages or not? That's the she'ila. My ta'amad Rabbi Yehuda. What's the logic of Rabbi Yehuda when you have a nezik shelo bekavana? Why does he say Hayav? So he says, Yalif mekofro. He learns nezikim from kofir. Ma kofir shelo bekavana Hayav. Just like we just learned in the Braita, that if the animal kills Shalom Bekavana, the guy has to pay Kofir. So therefore, similarly, if the animal damages Shalom Bekavana, you have to make a payment for Nezik. Ma Kofir Shalom Bekavana, Af Nezik Shalom Bekavana. 
Rabbi Shimon learns from when the animal gets killed. Just like when the animal kills Shelo Bekavana. We don't kill the animal. After Zakin, Shelo Bekavana, Patur. So too, when the animal damages Shelo Bekavana. So one is Patur. So one rabbi learns it from Nizikin from Kofir. And one rabbi learns Nizikin from Mitat Abbehema. Rabbi Yehuda, Nameni Laf Mekatale. Rabbi Yehuda, why don't you learn your deen of Nizikin from the law of Katala and say, just like Shilobi Kabana patur from death, the animal, so to you should be patur from Nizikin. So Gemara says, Danin tashlumin me tashlumin. Ve'en danin tashlumin me mita. Very simple. <laughs> Kofir is a payment. Nizikin is a payment. So therefore, I'm going to compare payments to payments. And I'm going to say, just like kofir you pay even if it was shiloh bekavana, so too if the animal's mazik shiloh bekavana, you have to pay. But I'm not compare payment to the death of the animal. Why don't you learn from kofir to say what? They should be hayav shiloh bekavana. So he says, Danin No, I compare it to death. Because death is something that's in the shore. You're killing the shore. Legabed, the payment that you're making is also the payment for what the shore damaged. That's a comparison from shore to shore. Kofir is a kapara. That's the owner's responsibility. Therefore, when I'm comparing nezik of the shore, I compare it to the payment that's compared, that, or the punishment of the shore, which is. Katala, which are two items that are related directly to the shore. Kofit is not related to the shore. The shore is the kofit is the owner's responsibility to pay for kapara. Any event, the Gemara concludes with those she taught. Just as a review, before we go further, it comes out a few few points over here. First of all, the Rishonim discuss in this subject when we have a machlok in the Biyudan of Bishimon by Yeshor Shehizik Shelobe Kavana. Someone will learn this is only talking about Shor Shezik Adam Shelo Bekavana. They want to say Shor Shezik Shor Shelo Bekavana. You have to pay regardless. There's no machlokar on that. But Legabe Adam, then already we have a Hiduk. Correct? That's the Me'idi says that. And uh, other. Now, what's the Sevara to make a Hiduk? Why should we make a Hiduk between damaging Adam? or damaging a behemash So you say like this: It doesn't talk about shor shezik adam in the Torah. It only talks about shor shezik shor. They learn it from extra extra words, Ribui. Once already I showed you that by Shor Sharag Adam, that is a deal with Kofir, Kavana, no Kavana. So already the Torah tipped me off that Kavana is a factor. Because you see by Shor Shehemit Adam, that is a deal between whether we did it by Kavana or not, like a Kofir. So then already I could say, through extension, 
there'll be a chiluk between kavana by nezek as well. I don't have that dilui by shor shezik shor. Therefore, by shor shezik shor, ben be kavana ben shor be kavana, you have to pay. But since I found the chiluk be kavana legabe shor shehemit adam legabe kofir, so therefore I extended legabe nezikin as well. Comes the gemara and continues. Okay, that was Amishnah. Animal intended to kill a behemah. Ended up killing a person. Patur. What does it mean patur? The animal is patur from mitah. You don't put the animal to death. Even though you killed the person. Kabbalah says, Hanit kaven larog yetzeh varag yetzeh hayaf. Mashma only because he was mitkaven for a behemah and he killed an adam. Mash, but if he's mitkaven for one Adam, and he killed another Adam, bihayaf, matnitin delok Rabbi Shimon. Amishnah is not following Rabbi Shimon. Why? Detanya, Rabbi Shimon Omer, afilu nitkaven larog etzeh varag etzeh patur. Rabbi Shimon says to be hayaf, you need to be mitkaven for the guy that you intended to. It's not enough just to be mitkaven general to kill somebody. For the animal to be hayav mitah, you have to be mitkaven for A, and you killed A. So Amishnah obviously is not going according to Rabbi Shimon. So comes the and says, My tabad Rabbi Shimon, what's the logic of Rabbi Shimon? The Amar Kirat, because we have a pasuk in the Torah. Hashor yisakel vegam be'alav yumat. Which means, the shor is put to death. Because it killed the person. Now when it says doesn't mean you kill the owner. It means paying. He has to pay. But we see that there's a connection between and Shor Yisakel. Which means we're comparing the death, the real death, of the owner, if it came into fruition, to the death of the Shor. Ma Be'alim Ad mechaven le Af shor nameh Ad mechaven le Which is by a human being He's not going to be hayav mitah Until he's actually mechaven to the person that he tried to kill Meaning If a man intended to kill somebody By Adam You're only going to kill him Where he had kavanah for A And he killed A but if he had kavanah for A and killed B, no. So it says, Ashor yisakeh vegam ba'alav yumat. Kemitata ba'alim kach mitata shor. And for the shor also has to have kavanah for A and killed A. That's the Bishamon. Now the Gemara says, U ba'alim gufayu minalan. Wait. How do you know by the ba'alim themselves that they have to have kavanah for A and to kill A? So the Amar kira, because we have a pasuk. Ve'arav lo vekam alav. Which means, the Arab law means the person uh, ambushed his neighbor, the Kam law, and he rose on him to kill him. Which means, when the Pasuk says, the Arab law, the Kam Alav, it's to that guy. To the guy that he ambushed, that's the guy that he killed. So you see what you need, Kavana. Look at Rashi, please. Rashi says, Ma Be'alim Ad the Mechavenle. It's all the way up. Like five lines after they start getting white. Rabbi Shimon eat the haksevaragaverot seyach. Be'elu en nisrafim. Yeah, 
the B Shimon holds by regular Adam Shenotzeach. It's not enough to have a general kavana where he intended to kill somebody that morning. The intention has to be the one that he killed, he killed. The Rabbanan peligi ale. The Amre af be'alav na me mitkaven larog etze varag etze hayav. Why? The hay ve'alav lo. The Amri deber be yanai Rabbanan mukmin prat lezorek even legol letoch haburat anashim ve'yesham kenanim ve'yisraelim. The rabbis learn you have to have kavanat to kill. Not necessarily, kill a Jew. Not necessarily to kill that Jew. Oh, but it says, That's to exclude a case where a guy threw a rock in the public domain where there was a group of people standing over there and there was Kana'anim in the group. So you can't really discern if the guy's intention was to kill a Jew or not. But once you know, let's say we're all Jews, where you know his intention was to kill a Jew, even though he didn't intend to kill that one, according to the banan, bihayav mita. Whereas according to the Bishon, has to be more specific. And since the specificity of the Adam is similarly the Shod is davka put to death when it was the same guy. Acher comes and goes. The Rabbanan. That she already tipped us off. The Rabbanan first while on the Gemara. Hi, the Arav Lo my Avdele. The Rabbis that argue on the Bishimon. What do they do with the Arav Lo? The Kharas Matriat of Kavana. Amre the Berbi Anai. Prat. The Zorek even Lego. What does it mean Lego? You throw a rock into into a crowd. What's the case? We're understanding the case with his Goyim and his Yehudim over there. So that we really can't know what the guy's Kavana was. Rabbanan say, minimally, you got to have Kavana l'arog Yehudi. You threw into a crowd. And we don't know if the guy's Kavana was to kill a Yehudi. Oh, what's the case? If there were nine Goyim and one Jew, you don't need a special pasuk. Go with Rov. Rov Kena'anim, you could assume that what? The Kavanah was for, for Kena'anim. Safek Nefashot Le'akil. I'm not going to kill a guy, because the guy murders Hayamita. I'm not going to kill a guy when there's a Rov Kena'anim. I don't need a pasuk of the Arab. The Arab is a Hadush. The Arab law teaches me Hadush. What's Hadush? I don't need a pasuk for that. Nine and one. Especially go with the Rov. And therefore, Rov is going to tell me the Kavanah was probably for Kanaanim. Therefore, Safek the Fashot, I'm not going to kill a guy on a Safek, especially when there's a Rov against him. I don't need a Pasuk for that. Now, I don't even need a Rov, by the way. Rov is easy case. Iname, Palga, Upalga. Even if it's 50 50, you have five Goyim and five Yisraelim. It's not worse than a Safek. And what? Safek the Fashot, that kid. Rov, you go after Rov. Even 50-50, it's a suffix. Kamara says, Lot Serikha, you know what the case is? The Ikat Tishai Yisraelim, the Had Kenani. Oh, you have nine Jews and one Kenani, which normally you'd say what? Nine and one is Rov, and therefore the guy's Kamara is for Yisraelim. 
However, here we learn one of the most famous principles in Shas. Since there's one Goy amongst them, This is the source to a famous halachic principle of which means like this. The classic case is said by a case of butchers, where you have, let's say, ten butcher shops. Nine butcher shops are kashir. And one butcher shop is tarif. So the rule is like this. If, let's say, a piece left the shopping area, and I find a piece now in the field. I don't know which store this came from. Then I have a principle that says, Kol de parish, merubaka parish. Once already it leaves the area of the safek, and it's in the field already, I use my majority rule. Mistamat came from the majority, Kol de parish, merubaka parish, and I can eat the meat. There's no problem. However, that rule only applies when it was Purish. But in the area of the stores, it's called the Kavua. That's already stationary. That means, I walk into the store, a store. I don't know what store I walked into. None of them have signs. It doesn't say Kashir or Taref. I just know one is, not is Kashir, one is Taref. I walk in the store and I buy a piece of meat. I went to where the Safek is. So now I would say, well, you know, odds are I probably walked into a kosher store. doesn't work that way. When it's kavua, when you go into the place where the safek is, it's mehsa mehsa. It's a 50-50, and therefore it's a safek, and therefore you cannot eat the meat. Where do we learn this kavua kemehsa dami from? From the case of tish'ah Yisraelim ve'goyechad. What happened? I took a rod. This guy took a rod and he threw it into a crowded area. Well, I say, you know what? If there's nine Jews over there, Mistabah, the guy's kavana was to go after a Jew. And he killed the, somebody, he killed a Jew. And therefore what? The Chaura, you should go kill him now in Betty. But we don't say Rov in a Kavua. Here the rock came to the, it's not that a guy came out of the group. The safek is in the stationary area where the people are. Therefore, even though it's 9 in 1, we look at it as 50-50. 50-50, I don't know what the guy's intention was. His intention for Yisraelim or Kena'anim. Therefore, he's off the safek nefashot lakel. So this is the source of where you learn the kavua, kemersa, mersa. It's from the pasuk, vekam ve'aravno alibad hachamim. Where even though you have nine in one, 50-50, you can't kill a guy on a safek. And there has been much said on these principles of Ketparish and Kavua, but at least you understand the general rule of it, of the mechanics, how it works, and then you can go analyze exactly the details of it. Come to the next Mishnah. Shor Isha. What's the case? A shor belongs to a lady. Or you have an ox that belongs to orphans. Orphans that do not have an apotropos. Or, 
That's orphans that do have an apotropos, an administrator. Shuram Midbar. What's that? That sounds like a shuram hefkir. Ownerless, just roaming in the Midbar. Shura Hagdish. Okay, sure, that was consecrated. Shur Hager Shemit Ve'enlo Yorshin. The short of a convert that died, that has no relatives, obviously. So, so it's basically ownerless. Hare Elu Hayabim Mita. Oh, what'd they do? They killed somebody. They killed a person. So the Hadush in all these cases is that you put the short to death. Now I got to go through each one for a minute to find out why would I think not. Let's go to the case of Shod Isha. So big deal, so it's owned by a lady. Why would I think that if a lady's Shod kills somebody, you don't kill the animal? Because the Torah's language is, it says, Vegam be'alav yumat, ba'ala shor. So since the Torah uses masculine word, I might have thought that Isha, no, Kamash Balan, yes. What about Yetomim? Yetomim, I would say, listen, what do you want from the Yetomim? They're too young to watch the animal. The Torah was has al-mamunam shul Yetomim. Therefore, I would have thought that maybe you don't put the animal to death. Kamash Balan, yes. Okay, whether they didn't have an apotropos, or even if they did have an apotropos, we come along and say, what do you want from us? We had an apotropos, it's his fault. Doesn't matter. Still, you're going to kill the animal. Okay. Shoshin you could have argued, there's no balashor over here. Doesn't matter, since it's a danger, it killed already, we get rid of it as well. <coughs> Which means, you see over here, it's not a punishment to the owner. When we're killing the animal, it's not a punishment to the owner. It's a gizrati katuf. Because here there's no owner. Yeah. And still you're putting the animal to death. That's the way they understand it as well. Which makes sense. It's a dangerous animal here. So I don't care if there's an owner or not an owner. I got to get the, the animal that's dangerous to society out of the midst. Okay. Another one would be, if it's hekdesh, I would have thought that maybe you don't stone it. Kedesh, you don't have seed hekdesh. Not to cause hekdesh or loss. Kamash malan. Ger, that doesn't have children, it's again the case of hefker. Uh, okay? Similar to Shora Midbar. Which we'll have to see in the Gemara, where do you really need two cases of Shora Midbar and Ger, Shemet, Ve'elo, Yorshim. It's basically the same thing. The Gemara will explain it. Okay. Now, it's obvious... And it goes without saying, in all the cases in the Mishnah, even if the animal is a Mu'ad, there's no kofir. Because there's nobody to pay the kofir. Except for Shura Isha. Shura Isha, she'll have to pay kofir. Yitumim do not have to pay kofir. The Midbar, Ekdesh, Gesh, Enlo Yorshim, there's no kofir. Okay? Only Isha. No, no kofir on Yitumim. That's the deal. Comes the Gemara, Mishnah continues. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Shora Midbar, Shora Hekdesh, Shora Ger Shemet, Peturim and Amita, Nefish She'en Da'em, Be'alim. So Rabbi Yudah comes along and says, I argue on you. You wanted to say you put these animals to death? 
I argue with you in three cases. The Medbar, which is Hefkir, Lechaura, Hekdesh, and Ger Shemit. We have to see why. In the Imba'alim. Okay. We'll see exactly the Mahlokah between the Biuda and Hakamim. Tanu Rabbanan. Shor, Shor. Shiva. If you look in the Parasha where it talks about a Shor that kills, it says the word Shor seven times. Right? To teach me what? Seven cases that you're going to put the animal to death. And what are they? Shura Isha, Lavi. Shura Isha, Shura Yatumim, Shura Potropos, Shura Midbar, Shura Gdesh, Shura Gershemet, Veno Yorshim. Okay, count them up. And the regular Shur, Shikila Kazan Adam. Okay. It comes to Gavaran says. Rabbi Udaomer, Shora Mitbar, Shora Egdes, Shora Gershemet, Veno Yorshim, Peturim Ramita, Lefisha Enna Embalim, Amaravuna, Potera Yar Bihuda, amazing case, Afilu Nagah Ulbesof Hikdish. Before got the Bedin, the guy's animal killed. Hikdish, it's not your animal anymore. <laughs> Or, Nagah ul Ifkir. Or, it gored, it killed. The guy said, I make him an animal Ifkir. That's how far I went. Pashut, if it was Ifkir from the beginning. His Hadush is that even after, even at the time of the goring, there was an owner. But by the time it got to Beddin, it became ownerless or Hikdesh, the Biudah is Potter. So the Gebaran says, Mimai. Where did you get that from? Because all I see from the Buddha is Shura Midbar. That sounds like it was FK from the beginning. Where do I know this change in ownership that he also says is Patur? Medictani Tarti. From the fact that the Buddha discussed two cases Shura Midbar, the Shura Ger Shemet, the Enlo Yorshim. Which means Shura Ger Shemet, my new. What's the case of Shura Ger? That died. The kevan the end lo yorshim havi le shor efker. Haynu shora midbar. Haynu shora ger shemet. The end lo yorshim. It's the same case. The biuda you making a point, yeah. So your point is shor efker is patur as a patur because end lo baalim. But you said two similar cases. You gave me one pasuk case shor midbar. Then you made a sophisticated case. Ger shor yorshim. That he dies. That's a sophisticated way of saying Shura Midbar. Bottom line, it's Ifkir. So what did the Biyuda need to give me those cases for? Ah, you know what the case is teaching me? Two Hindushim. Shura Midbar, that's a regular case where it was Ifkir from the beginning. And you know what the next case is? Where it wasn't Ifkir from the beginning. Where it had an owner in the beginning at the time of the goring and the killing. And then what? He was mafkirit. So the two cases that teach me the hadush. And said the same thing by this. Once already we're saying it, what didn't make this not gonna be a difference. Because the point is, it's not yours. So Mali if you made it Ifkir, or Mali if you put it in Hegdesh's territory. It's the same concept. Good. Rashi. Had the Hadar Tana Shora Gel Rabbi Yehuda, 
Afagav the Nagach bechayeh ha-ger, even though the ger was alive when it killed, umed havilef ger upatut. That's the Hadush. Comes the Gemara and says, Tanya namehache. We have a bright to support this theory that we just said. Yeter alken amar bihuda. Rabbi Yehuda said, even more, not only shor hefker, but afilu nagach ol besof ekdish. Nagach ol besof efkir patur. Shene'emar, now we give the source. Vehu'ad bev'alav vehemit. Which means, the owner was warned, vehu'ad bev'alav, and what? It still went out and killed. So Gebarah says, and then what does the end of the Pasuk say? Let's just finish the end of the Pasuk. It says, Velo Yishmerenu, Vehemit Yisho Yisha, Shoni Yisakel, Vegam Da'alav Yumar. You didn't watch it, you put the animal to death, and the guy's got to pay. So Gebarah says, Ad Shetehem Mita, Veha'amada Bedin, Shavin Ke'echad. Oh, from the fact that it says, Vehu'ad Bebe'alav, which is when he was warned, there was an owner. So therefore the Gemara is saying, just like the warning, there was an owner, so ha'amadab bedin, when you get to the court, for the case, there also has to be an owner as well. That means, just like at the time where you warned, you had to warn a guy who owns an animal. Similarly, when you get to bedin, the guy had the same status. So the Gemara says, oh, only when you get to bedin? Smashma, as long as you get to Betin, there's an owner, then he could say, Hefker, it's too late. Because he was brought to Betin. Gebron says, Vigemar din lo ba'inam. What, you don't have to have an owner at the judgment, at the final judgment. It says, Hashon yisakel. It's mashma that what? That the owner has to be there until, Shon yisakel, until, Gemardin, that the status has to be. Why did you only tell me Ad Ha'amadabedin? The Kara, you should have told me Ad Gemardin, which means really according to Halakha, according to Biuda, the guy got to betin. They're in the middle of judging the case. The guys, you know what? I make it a fear. Finish throughout the case. The guys get it. No, no. Really, the Biuda holds, the guys got to own it until Hashori Yisakil. That's Gemardin. Gemardin says, you're right. Ela Ema. Which means you need to go the whole way through. And once you get to Gemardin, now the judge is posik. Now the guy says, too late. Already you were an owner at Gemardin. Now the animals put to death. Baruch Amen.